everybody welcome to another episode of gaming gone weird today we're about to go ape crazy man we got a jam-packed episode for you guys this is num episode number 59 like i said man gaming gone weird the podcast about everything gaming news and weird games that we like to highlight throughout the week to show you guys to maybe put into your backlog or games that you've never heard before that you'll be interested in am i right we got my main man the peanut butter to my jelly the icing to my cake you guys call him ghost stories i call him my best friend peter peter welcome man welcome to another week of gaming going weird love to have you back man mm, it's good to be back it feels oh. like i missed last week but i didn't last like i feel week? like i've been on a hiatus no but like you were kind of off your game last week so i could kind of understand why you feel a little bit off i felt like I mean? i'd literally never had a better episode than last week that's how last I week last week uh, that episode was hot you guys absolutely killed it that w that last episode so yeah last week we felt hot like a like a coffee pot awfully hot. awfully hot like a hot coffee, coffee pot, pot. <laughs> but we're not rappers ghost stories what's up man how's the uh how's the weather treating you man it snowed here did it really yeah we it's had officially a snowy, cold snowy trick-or-treat man snowy trick-or-treating it's officially cold um there was yeah. like a a little like fake winter that was for about a week where it got hot again actually like low yeah. 70s um but today it was cold from start to finish which i'm very excited about I like I'm excited. I'm excited because it's like I can't really act like that because every other episode I'm like, man, I'm excited that it's cold. But then when that snow hit, man, I was like, yeah, it's time to bunker down. It's time to end trick or treating earlier. We don't have any snow. I mean, like we've 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 had snow. I, it's not real snow. It's not like north north snow. You know, snow in the north is what right. I'm saying. Um, so it just gets cold and everything dies. But. Uh, yeah, I want I want snow, dude. I want the bunker life. I want a bunker down for two weeks. Sometimes it's very nice because you know it snows and you're like, all right, man, this is perfect. Like, let's yeah. get the heat going. Let's get the let's get the crock pot going. Let's yeah. get a game yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. exactly how I feel. But when you when you live in Ohio and you have it consistently, consistently, sometimes you just get a little bit tired of it, man. But um, dude, yesterday was sweet, guys. Um, I actually took my son trick or treating, which is a very nice moment. I wish I had a picture of him, but he was Steve from Minecraft for all you saw uh, that. you game lovers, man. He had his diamond armor on and he had his diamond good. store and his uh his boy went with him too, and his boy was actually Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. Personally, I love a good Donatello, but I respect the kid for, you know, picking the leader role of the uh trick or treating group. That's pretty sweet. How long did you guys go trick or treating for? About an hour and a half, and then it started snowing pretty bad, and we just decided to call it a call it a day. How do you do? He did really good. I would say like about like half a bag, half a bag, you know, like of an hour and a half. I'll take did you get, it. Did you guys use the pillowcase? We okay. So uh, let me down. Let me know in the comments down below if you guys are a pillowcase method. I was a pillowcase method. I was a pillowcase method. Is that a, a generational method. thing? Okay. I don't know. I was a pillowcase guy. Leonardo, he had a pillowcase. My son, he had a bougie old Halloween bag. I'm a pillowcase mm -hmm. guy though. Pillowcase, you can hold so much candy. You got the twi you got the hand method. You could just grapple that thing. Like I Also, it becomes a weapon when you have to defend yourself from other kids who are trying <laughs> to take your candy. Oh so, candy sack also weapon of war, if you will. Right. Man, I I told myself though this year that or next year I want to I want to start scaring some kids on Halloween, man. I'm sick of seeing these 15-year-old kids with it like I saw some 15-year-old kids with some garbage bags trick or treat like bro you got a mustache like if you don't get like, trick or treat <laughs> trick or treat like bro if you don't <laughs> What are you? I'm just a puberty teenager. Is what I am. You're like that's ooh, terrifying. Ooh, I'm growing up. Ooh. <laughs> Thomas said, "Cold. Yeah. It was 52. I wanted to go swimming. Look, I would love 52 degree weather right now. I think I woke up and it was about 29. When you get to like starting your car weather, like you know it's officially cold, man. Yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. 100% dude I'm just I'm happy that Halloween's over man we're getting into a great month of gaming with November like I say great month like we haven't just had the greatest year of gaming possible but we got November we got some great games coming up man we got Thanksgiving like this is the uh it's gonna get hot man and I'm talking like we're gonna get like Black Friday deals too like oof, you guys better better come prepared yeah I think uh just to touch on that I mean 2023 has actually been a really solid year 
Oh, dude, of course, man. Like, we're probably going to have to have an episode when I want you guys to participate because I want to make this like a gaming gone weird community thing. Like, I think we should all sit here and decide our list of what we think game of the year is going to be. I say we all as a unit come up as a list, not just Mm. me and Pete. I say we all decide together what we think is going to be game of the year. So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like as its own episode. Yeah, just talk about like all the game of the year options and like pitch arcade. That'd be cool. We should do that. Mm-hmm. And we all just sit there and decide, and we all, even if we think Redfall deserves to be in the top six, and I get the Redfall army to get up there, it's kind so of fun. You and Willie, yeah, me and Will. Because not know any better. That's the only people. Like, stop. Like, put some respect, man. Put some respect. Um, again, I want to give a big shout out to everybody that is here right now, or anybody that's watching the show after the fact. You don't got to watch it live, but if you do, man, you get a chance to interact with us. Other than that, we are on episode number 59 of Gaming Gone Weird. If you want to catch every other episode of Gaming Gone Weird, make sure you guys subscribe to Know Your News because then you can make sure you catch us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, it's been a, it's been a big accomplishment doing 59 episodes, not missing a week. It's like it's it's really nice, man. It feels like we're getting so much closer to a hundred mark. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't happen without you guys. Um, I know last week, uh, kind of to continue off piggyback what happened last week, we ended up getting three members, uh, to the channel. And First I say, ones ever. I want to say thank you guys for that. So if you guys do want to support extra by just hitting the subscribe button, like commenting, because that stuff for sure helps. If you guys want to become a member, get some nice little emotes in the chat. So you guys could use our faces live. Uh, you guys can make sure you use that, uh, hit that member button, and then you guys can become members. Dude, what if our emotes are just all of our uh, thumbnail, like headshots with all the mm. variations, like you and the scuba scuba head? Dude, I, I just I'm all the t- different variations. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm just gonna tell them that like, make my emote the scuba head. I think that'd okay. be kind of legit. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd so, be cool. I don't know how hard that would be, but I, I think it'd be funny. I think that'd be a good way to do it. But yeah, I'm excited to be here, guys. We're going to go ahead and uh, get kicked off with the question of the day. P, what's the question of the day today? The question of the day. Um, You think we've already asked this question. I, I thought we hadn't, but we might have. Okay. But I, I can't recall if we had. I was going to ask, uh, should game remakes be eligible for game of the year? I don't think we've asked it for a question of the day, but I think that's a good way to kind of like kick this off because we've had a few remakes that are doing really good, uh, especially Resident Evil the, 4. I think, I think Resident Evil one. 4 is the one that pops into my head like right away. Uh, Resident Evil 4, like I think, I don't think it should just for the mere fact of if if we as we as a year cannot find a game that is better than a game that is made in the past but just updated on like graphics and story i feel like that's kind of a loss for the year um i do think that it is nice to have remakes thrown in there because like you kind of know what to expect from it uh you kind of know what you're gonna get yourself into you kind of know like most games games that are remade are already very good titles they are very successful titles you don't see them making like redfall remastered or you don't see them making like a a remastered golem like it's just like i mean obviously the games are new i'm trying to think of like a really wasted, bad wasted game. opportunity yeah. you know what i'm saying like that most of the newer games get remade anyways um so honestly i don't think they should be especially for this year like i think i can think of probably 10 games that were better than re4 and that's not even an insult on re4 that's just saying that it as a remake didn't really impress me as much as like some of the other games that came out I agree. Uh, I don't think that this should be eligible for game of the year. Um, uh, kind of like that. I think they're partially made because it was so successful. Uh, and so they go, Hey, we can like remake it and then resell it as a new game, even though it's not a new game. I think right. part of it's kind of a cash grab. Um, but I, it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to find something to compare it to. Like you would never remake a movie. Um, but you would though movies get remade all the time oh well, yeah that's actually uh, that's a terrible example well, so like a, a, movie a, a remade got... movie shouldn't be eligible to be to win oscar for best picture like if a movie's made and then you remake it that remake is eligible for like movie of the it shouldn't uh, be it best shouldn't picture be. yeah 
I'm saying, like, Indiana Jones remake game of the year. Listen, when the time comes, all right, I'm not playing Indiana Jones, so I will not be touching on that. The review. Uh, you're not going to play Indiana Jones? 20, 2000, never. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> review is not coming. Honestly, if it's on Game Pass, I'll touch it. I'll touch it. But, like, all I'm saying. Whatever, dude. Let me know down below if y'all think that uh, game of the or, uh, game of the year discussions should have, you know, remakes involved. Because... Like like I said, Resident Evil 4, it sucks because the game is very well made. It's very good. Not not many bugs or if any bugs. Uh the story was great, but it's been done before. It had its time to win back then. Like I don't think it should have that chance now. And I think that's kind of like where I draw the line. Feel me? Yeah, I I'm with you. I don't I don't I don't get like I mean, I get it. I get why they do it and the game's good, so they remake it because they know it's going to be good again. They're going to make money on it, but I just don't understand why it would be eligible if it if it was selected and beat out brand new games it just I, to me that just doesn't make sense i feel like that as developers like we need to like wake up but yeah, I, yeah. That, but i'm not saying that now because we're doing good um right to get into the next topic i do want to hurry up and get into the kick of things of games that are coming out this week there are a lot of them so i'm just going to kind of speed run and like you guys can kind of kick in what you guys are interested in. Uh, so the first thing that really highlighted my eyes, Resident Evil Village came out October 30th, and that was for iOS devices. So iPhone, which is very cool. Same thing with the uh, Resident Evil Village expansion. Uh, we just got Just Ant yesterday, and that is on Game Pass. It's a game about, like, hiking, uh, climbing up, like, a really big mountain. So that's very cool. Uh, Silent Hill Ascension, that came out yesterday, and I really probably should have kept track about that because I was talking about Silent Hill a lot, and that was the game where you get to vote to, like, figure out, like, what happens in the, like, viewers vote on what happens if, like, people survive or, like, you remember we talked, I talked about that with Coco, I didn't talk about that with you. Uh, Blasphemous 2 is coming out on current gen consoles that came, that is coming out tomorrow. Um... Power Wash Simulator is coming on the Quest, which is very cool. Uh, RoboCop is coming out tomorrow for the PS5, Xbox X, and S, Switch, and PC. A game that I'm very excited about, Star Ocean, the second story R. That will be coming on PS5, PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Pete, I think we should get that game. I'm just going to highlight that right now. Is that like Sea Stars? Yes. And then a game that we highlighted a little bit in like the past episodes, the WarioWare <laughs> Move It game is coming out November third. I have been waiting yes. this title. Yeah. Yes. I've been waited oh, with bated breath oh, for this man. game to drop. Dude, since yes. we announced it. We were so ahead of the curve on this game. Oh, we were I, so I still wish I had that clip of game. that dude with like the the long hair, and he was just shaking like everything was moving, and then his hair would just do it like a second after. Like he would do this, and then his hair would go. <laughs> like that kid is a legend in his own Ooh. eyes. Legend in his own eyes. Um, <clears throat> one of the titles, Blasphemous. Have you played the first one? No, but I heard they are really good games. I heard really good things about Blasphemous. I watched it. It's it's uh, pixel art, but like highly detailed, like sprites. Um. And it's super gory. You know how we like those games, though, man. Like Dave the Diver. Yes, but super stars. gory. Like, it's super aggressive as far as, like, kills go. And, like, yeah. there's a ton of blood and people getting mangled. Like, it's – I want to play it. It looks sweet. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I think – I mean, like, we love the pixel art stuff. But then also with that, though, too, it's like – I, I I think the pixel art and the blood, like, I feel like they kind of go together because if you watch, like, blood and pixel art, it probably won't even be that scary. It's probably just, like, okay. I think part of the – I feel like they part of the reason they did pixel art is to get away with it, yeah. kind of. Uh, but it's it looks super dark. Like, I, I, it's really hard to explain. It's a super gothic kind of and, like, mm -hmm. a little bit out there. And, um, like, some of the bosses are weird. Like, you fight a – like – a demon holding a baby that's blindfolded. Like it's it's weird. It's weird stuff like that. That's very interesting. Yeah, how much you I should got too. You should, you, you should look at it. Let me know. What the you images guys are think. are haunting. Let yeah. me know what you guys think about the games coming out this week. There's a lot of them. All right, now for some uh, some scary news, and I know this isn't a Halloween trick or treat like joke. We're not. This is a horror in its own genre. It's not like a horror like scary. It's like scary looking bad. Uh, me and P have been wanting to talk about this game for a very long time. And now that we're together and now that we have some time, we want to talk about a game that it's just we don't know what the heck is going on. Uh, can you kick us off with what game uh, we're talking about here, Pete? 
There is a new contender to worst game of the year, something to finally to challenge Gollum, Lord of the Rings Gollum, and that's uh, Skull Island Rise of Kong as the worst game of the year. Now, the most offensive part of this game to me is its $40 price tag. Game's being charged at $40. Um, it is a basically, it's the origin story. You play as uh, King Kong, but it's your origin story. So you start off. We we had talked about it. Basically, the story is kind of like Batman. This is basically the same uh, origin similar. story as Batman, King Kong, yes. and Batman. A lot of parallels there. But you travel the island, and it's uh, it's trying to explain. To my understanding, it's trying to explain how King Kong grew, became huge, but also became super angry and aggressive. Yeah. Uh, and part of that was the death of his parents. So he took justice into his own hands, such as Batman. Are similar to Batman, um, and uh, it's like there are you basically just fight a lot of enemies. There's a there's a talent tree. Um, you have these. I want to say it was like five hours or less. Well, as far as like beating the game in full, uh, the combos are are fairly limited. Is like what you can do. Got like a quick attack, uh, a heavy attack. Uh, there's a rage meter. But basically, anything that's already been done is in this game. There's nothing. Right. New about it? What, what 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 would you have to say? Um, honestly, the crazy thing about this is this game looks absolutely terrible, but I was locked in. I was locked <laughs> in. So I was doing a lot of research before this show. Hear me out, chat. Hear me out. Like uh this game seemed like I was watching um I think his name is MK Fire and I shout out to him because this is the second time I've watched his gameplay. Uh, because the first time I watched his gameplay, he played Gollum. So maybe this guy is just like, we're going to play the worst games possible uh, to let people know how bad they are. So uh, big salute to him because he's doing he's doing God's work and um, making sure that we uh, we get the footage of these terrible games. Uh, but I was watching it and I thought it was like it was it was mere comedy to me. Like, I really thought it was very funny. Like, I kind of showed you this clip. Um, he is just getting worked by Gaul. Um, the camera angles, they freaking suck. Uh, he's obviously like the bushes are blocking any like amount of hope of you attacking anything. Um, everything looks very just like not good. Like Look the graphics on like are like this looks like pre alpha graphics, if anything at all. Um, they definitely didn't have enough time to work on this game. And I kind of wanted to bring that up. Me and Pete were doing a little bit of research on the people that published this game and developed this game. So uh, the people that published this game is called gaming mill and they are more known to like give give you give people like the developers like that are on the team very little information about how the game is going to go what is happening in the game and like they it's 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 a big mess it is a terrible mess and they like the communication is terrible the feedback is bad the working conditions are just they don't have any time to do anything. So that's probably why the game looks the way it does. And um, I just kind of wanted to also highlight one of the funnier reviews that I saw for the game in general. Uh, this is by JT0429. He says, good. It has Kong. Bad. Horrible combat. Platforming. <laughs> Level design that wants you to waste your time. Broken enemy AI. Unless... Useless combat abilities, lack of any real feedback during combat, hostile or hostile camera, general lack of polish, poor visuals, thoughts alongside its other ideas also being rather poor. A, a running theme with Skull Island Rise of Kong is a lack of polish. The game has a terrible visuals, some downright horrendous gameplay and level design that seems to be more keen on wasting your time rather than presenting you with any interesting challenges or rewards. I think JT got it down to like a uh, science of how bad this game is. Like, I've heard a lot, and this game is just getting terribly look, ripped look. apart. On... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I took that screenshot on purpose, though. I did time that screenshot on purpose. I'm not gonna lie, but it's getting a 23 out of 100 on Metacritic. As you can see, uh, PC Gamer gave it a 15, Gaming Bolt gave it a 20. Um, now, I guess the question back to you, Pete, is what I do have. Um, is 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 it hard to blame the game for being bad because it's rushed? Like, do you have a little bit more sympathy for it, knowing that this game was being rushed out by the publisher and it's not so much the development team's fault? Uh, are you kind of just like, hey, man, no excuses at this point? Like, what is your feelings about the whole, like, crunching situation that obviously shouldn't have happened? 
I think I have less, rather more and more sympathy to the devs because it's almost certainly not their timetable. Yes. Um, I think they operate within the timetable that they're required to, probably based on money. I, I think they're doing the best with the time that they have and or maybe the team isn't just that good. Like maybe your devs aren't that great. Right. All the best devs are going to be working on the best best stuff because they can make the most money, typically. Right. Um, it's like not. I mean, for example, like the types of games this place. And I'm not knocking people for making games, but just to give you an idea of the level of the game that they're making, you know, they've got stuff. But it's actually crazy the licensing that they have. Um, like they have access to Nickelodeon. They make uh, Big Buck Arcade Hunter, um, Monster Jam. Like they have a fishing game. Uh. But it's a bunch of stuff that you probably haven't heard of. Um, Street Outlaws 2, uh, Cruising Blast. It's just like not Little League World Series. I just like I don't know there's a certain level of game. game that, to be honest. It's a certain level of game, and it kind of feels kind of arcadey, the level right. of game that they make, and maybe making like a what should be an open world, <laughs> you know, adventure game. <laughs> maybe like don't make that. Just like so operating your lane a little bit. Uh, I don't know why they just like this was the route that they picked based on their previous game uh, experience. Mm-hmm. I get that taking uh, taking risk is, is fine and whatever, but this was like so far what it what it will actually take to make a good King Kong game. This is so yeah. far outside of the scope of what they what they do. I just I don't I don't get it. But I don't I don't blame devs. I don't blame devs that much anymore. If you have 10 years to make something and it's really bad, you know, like Redfall or something, uh, I probably have less sympathy. But for a game like this, if they only had one year to make it, this is exactly what I would have guessed a a game that took one year to make. Don't do that to my Redfall ever again, bro. Uh, I promise you do not. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nah, do that. Cut the show. You know the new meme that's been trending? (laughs) Oh, yeah. The guy from from WWE is like, <laughs> yeah, that, was that, oh, was Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yeah. He's like, how, how was it when Redfall dropped? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I need Chat to comment down. What game do you think is better between Skull Island, Rise of Kong, or Golem? And I'm gonna count to the count of three. And when I get to like one, we're gonna shout out the answer we of the game that we think is better between the two. Do we think we, is better. Yes. All right, ready? Three, two, one, Gollum. Gollum, yeah. Gollum, okay, okay, good. (laughs) Woo! All right, we got a cue. Hey, so it it actually did its job of being the worst game compared to Gollum. Ladies and gentlemen, Skull Island has won the worst game of the year presented to you by Gaming Gone Weird. Congratulations. Everybody to Iguana B, everybody to, everybody that made the game, congratulations. Let me get a round of applause in the chat. Thank you guys for participating. It's been presented. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Goodbye. We, congratulations. You want it's, a year's supply of Little Caesars pizza with every time you contact me. It's $40. Forty dollars for this. Mm-hmm. At yes, most, this should be two ninety nine off the Apple Store. Yeah, yeah, it's not doing justice for me at all. Really at bad. All. Forty dollars really, really is insane. That's a crazy amount of money for that. It's a bad price. It that's, is. A, that's a horrible. That's a horrible <laughs> price. That's 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 like misguided confidence is what that is. Like no no no, price it high, people will know it's quality. You're like. Don't do it, man. Don't it's do about, it. It's about King Kong in the origin story. <laughs> Who knows? Is this like. Think Batman, but a giant gorilla. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That sounds awesome. <laughs> do I got to go back to the. He's terrified. <laughs> okay. Did you also see the clip when he's having like flashbacks when he sees the raptor? Spoilers the raptor kills his parents. When yeah, he sorry sees... if you guys really wanted to play this, <laughs> it won't happen again. <laughs> he sees the flashback. And it it shows a still image, like a JPEG, and it's in a frame of the raptor yeah. as his memory. <laughs> yeah, it's a still is. photo. <laughs> and it's just like a dinosaur like in the picture. The, he's not thinking of the raptor moving. The raptor's just like standing still. Like yeah. he looks... But it's in a frame, and he's like, oh. Why? 
It's so Dad! crazy. It's Dad! so it's so crazy. Oh my! What gosh. a what a what a creative! I, I don't. Uh, we are in 2023. We are in 2023. Let's try and like kick it off with a little bit of some better news, man. Because I saw this topic. IGN was talking about this, and I was like, this seems like a like something we could bring up for conversation and debate. Um, so everybody here hopefully has played Gears of War and knows what Gears of War is. Is it time? For a reboot because Cliff Blenzinski, he ended up going off in the article about like with IGN and he says in quotes, I believe Gears needs a little bit of a reboot like God of War had. And I've always said if Phil Spencer has my number, I'm happy to consult. So they want to kick off the Gears of War back again. Gears of War 5 was very good, very polished game. You had Gears of War tactics that might not have been everybody's style, but still was a very, very good game. Pete. What do you think, man? Do you think it's time to, like, dust off the boots, you know, like, get get the pen going, get the script going, and get another Gears of War, Gears of War 6 written? Or maybe just, like, another, maybe we kind of, like, twist it up with the Gears of War. Maybe we, like, get some new characters in there or something. What do you What do you think? What do you, what are your opinions about the Gears of War reboot? Well, okay, so Gears of War 6 is coming out. So that's something that is currently being worked on. Um, okay. So I guess when you say like reboot, do you mean like a remake of an older game or like I a, think, a new game, but a different direction? It's time to bring it into like the light. We talk about when we talk about a lot of these games that we associate Xbox with, I feel like Gears of War was like a staple with Xbox. Yes. I feel like Gears of War was more put on the back burner. Now, back burner. now you have like games like Fallout that take over, Starfield that take over, Halo that takes over and different faces of Xbox that you might consider Xbox with, and then you kind of forget about Gears of War because we haven't gotten a Gears of War game in a decent amount of time. So yeah. when I say, like, reboot, I think it's time to make, like, Gears of War, like, a mascot or, like, an image to, okay, this is what I associate buying an Xbox with. We get the Gears of War. We get a great store. We get to see what happens to the uh, the Carmines. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. think Gears of War 3... When that came out for the 360, <clears throat> everybody had two games for the 360. And every person had these two games. It was Halo 3, Gears of War 2. I think. No, it was Gears of War 3. It was Gears of War 3. Everybody had those two games. Every time you went to someone's house, they had a 360. Gears of War was there and and Halo 3. They, it was a yeah, staple with true. Xbox. That's actually that is the yeah. benefits you get when you have an Xbox. Um, in the Gears games, they always have great stories i'm not saying the multiplayer is like super bad but i'd rather play just for the story aspect of it but i love seeing like what was happening with uh with marcus and cole and all those guys don it it was it was always a great story and they that was a game that was bloody gory great story great enemies great like everything about it was just peak it was very it was a very good game Honestly, very similar to Halo in those terms of like uh, really like lovable protagonist. Like you, when I say lovable, I mean like you're I'm, I'm fully bought into this character and their story. Um, they have really great campaigns as well as multiplayer. So the multiplayer is super popular. Uh, the multiplayer was totally unique to shooters which I think is another, like, who was doing Gears of War-style multiplayer. I'd never experienced stuff like that. Um, just like Halo, when Halo first came out. Totally different. Um, a really, really strong campaign, series of campaigns that can continue into the next games. Uh, a lot of parallels between between both. Um, I just think, I feel like Gears of War is just, like, the violent version of Halo. <laughs> it's like, Halo's, you shoot shooting, you, shooting aliens, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's not... It has it's blood. Active, it's not it's like blood, violent, but it's, it's like blue blood. It's not like it, it's right. more like the, I, I I get what you mean. Like Halo is like not on the same. Everyone likes Halo, but like only your friend's older brother had Gears of War. Like you couldn't have it, but like you know Steven's twenty year old brother had it type of thing. Like if you had to pick between the Gears of War three campaign or the Halo three campaign, which one you picking right now? Halo. Halo. I think but Halo. I think Halo, Halo is better. Stand. I'm a Halo I, think Halo, stand, so. I think Halo was better, but I think playing through the Gears of War campaign was slightly funner. But I didn't dislike that. Like I liked Gears of War a lot. I liked it, playing the campaign. De- yeah, Everything de- felt so massive, and like it just—it was really intense. It was cool. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I think a reboot. Uh, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if that means, you know, like, what if they went really so, hard and just made a campaign? So I also read that Netflix was also working on a Netflix TV show. Okay. So that will be coming soon. We don't have, like, any trailers or any, like, crazy news about it, but I know that it is in production or, like, pre-production. Like, it's very early into what they're working on it. But, like, I think if they did the show right, because they even did the Halo show, which the Halo show was good for what it was, but a lot of people didn't, like, love it that much because I feel like it didn't... People have their vision of Master Chief. And that's what they get from playing the games. And they tried to change the story of Master Chief and what he truly was from like video game aspects of what we thought he was to what they thought it was. And I think a lot of people didn't really like align with that. Um, but it was still very good for what it was. Um, I, I, I really hope that they, they do gears right because that would be huge for like the gears, like to get things kicked off again. And Batista said that he was trying to play phoenix he's trying to be the the lead for it uh which i thought fit pretty well um now he's got tons of experience especially in action movies so like i feel like that's not even that big of a stretch no um and like he fits the i always felt like the the gears character models were always like huge and like a little cartoony turn yeah yeah yeah, they're they're so like i feel like that fits really well i also think that Sorry, any video game content that goes from gaming games to movies or shows always has the the highest um it's like the highest standard and criticisms from its fans because the like people just are waiting to rip apart stuff. So like the Halo show, I was watching, I was like, "Oh, this is cool." But I mean, it got shredded by by the fans, like oh, the hardcore people. Same with Rings yeah. of Power, like Lord of the Rings. I was like, "Oh, I'm entertained by this, but people hate it. They think it's stupid, it doesn't follow the world. You have to change so much to put it on TV for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know why, know but always you know they the say the crazy thing change. is, is like the last of the show does really good. And you know why it does really good is because it's very similar to what the game puts out. Like you could like play yeah. the game and then you would like watch it on TV and you would be like, oh, I did that in the game. Yeah. I don't know. Me personally, like I, I think that's cool and all, but like sometimes it's good to switch it up and have a director's vision of something. They may be able to better it or mess with it a little bit. But I don't I think also, they can help themselves, to be honest. Like yeah, I don't think like, a director also, comes in. I, it's like we're not going to follow it to the T. Like I got to make sure I put my like shit on it. They told Master Chief's face was in the first three episodes, or no? I think like in three episodes he was like butt naked or something. Like it was some crazy. Like, I I forgot. Like he was like, dude, dude. Master Chief was like butt naked by episode three, and I'm did, like, yeah. Did I we ever wait. see his face? In I the, can wait on. Yeah, yeah. No, they not in no the in the games. No, okay. That's the that's the problem. They went immediately to like let's show his face. And and they, like, they were like, Why? yeah. Episode two, they're like, okay, yeah, let's show Master Chief butt cheeks and face, and everybody's gonna be like, yeah, I could deal with this. Yeah, this is what. I thought Master Chief. Yeah, that checks like. out. That's that's what I thought he was gonna look like naked. So that's sick. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely what I thought Master Chief's butt cheeks would look like. Honestly, I definitely like checking out his player model. I definitely thought it would have like a little bit more. My cousin Chief pretty much looks exactly the same. <laughs> Hold on, he's wearing briefs. I always thought he was a boxer guy. Hold on, this director don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Fruit of the Loom. Master Chief only wears Hanes, yeah. Calvin Kleins. You mess with my MC? <laughs> they make a Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom movie and uh, Link's wearing, like, briefs. And <laughs> everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's also Batista playing Link. <laughs> Link. <laughs> I'm here to save the princess. <laughs> John Cena playing Link. It's huge. It's exactly what I think Link would look like, even though I've actually saw him. <laughs> Just seen him playing Link. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be perfect. John Cena, <laughs> make it happen. He's Link. Woo. So, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think a reboot would be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of sum it up. Yeah, Gears of War is nice. Yeah, Gears of War would be good. I, 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 Gears of War campaigns are awesome. I, I'd play. I'd, yeah. I'd do that. I'd love like a... They have to do multiplayer, though. That's what makes in their money. Yeah. So, but, I agree. Yeah, I think six will do really well. I think they'll all do really well. Um, and then they like try to branch off into different types of games, uh, like tactics and stuff. I don't know how else you would 
do you even want to get away from what it, like what they're used to? Nah, Probably not. To, okay. Uh, um, but my question to you is, is like, we want to get the gears remake or we want to get the gears reboot. But the thing is with that is like, we better have the right controller for it because Xbox is cracking down on third party controllers. They are blocking third party controllers from being used on the Xbox console. I'm guessing this is due to prevent people from cheating using things like Zen controllers and everything else. Um, it says in quotes, from the moment you connect an unauthorized accessory and receive error code, you'll have two weeks to use the accessory after which time it will then be blocked from use with the console. It says Microsoft in a support note at the time you'll receive error code. Yeah. 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 We encourage you to contact the store or manufacturer where you obtain the accessory to get help with returning it. Pete, you're obviously clapping. You're obviously excited. This is good. Good for the consumer. Good for the player. Not good for companies, hardware companies. Uh, I do think that there is. So one of the first concerns was with scuff controllers. Uh, but scuff did tweet something pretty recently. They were saying that they got approved as a, uh, like an authorized user. That mm-hmm. said, those, those like packs that you can connect to the scuff controllers that, you know, if that mod your gameplay, I don't know how you're going to filter that out still, but maybe that's the question for the smarter people in the room building it. Yeah. Um, but if you can't beat the software, beat the hardware. Something's built into the, I, I, I want it. I, I'm excited that it's happening. Um, I, I, I do fear a little bit that Microsoft is going to charge an arm and a leg to. So, so here's some other, sorry. So here's some other, uh, potential genres that get affected by this fighting games. Um, so they have those, um, I don't even know what the word for it is. Those remotes that they plug in, they have the joystick and yep. you know eight buttons. Yep. Uh, that's my concern. Uh, racers as well. So all the guys with the big setups, um, I don't know how they're going to do that. Maybe they probably all use PCs, but maybe they don't. Uh, maybe they do plug stuff into the Xbox. So concerned on that one as well. But I imagine they'll have some kind of system where you can apply or pay for or something to be an approved vendor. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't charge for it, but I could see them doing like you got to pay your annual fee to be an authorized vendor or whatever. Right. Because oh, you're directly competing with them money-wise. Hopefully so. they make it easier for like – they make it a very stress-free, easy way to become like a non-third-party controller because – there's a lot of controller brands out there. There's a lot of people that probably make a different controller and they might not be like authorized or certified by like Microsoft or Xbox themselves. And that kind of sucks. Uh, first thing that honestly came to my mind um, in my this situation was uh, what if you want to get um, somebody an Xbox controller? So like now you got to make sure you get them a legit like Xbox brand controller because there's Amazon has millions of different brands on there. Like what if you want to get them like this gold controller that Xbox may not even have, or it's like a custom controller. What if you can't afford it? What if you can't, what if you can't afford the $70 elite controller? You can afford the $20 one. And it's like, right. And it's like, yeah, stinks. Yeah. Yeah. That does freaking stink. That's the first thing that thought to me, uh, to crack down on people cheating. I think that's very cool. I would like, and then it kind of like goes back into me saying like, if this is a way to prevent cheating, like I think PlayStation tried, should try to find their way of doing it because I've seen people use Zen controllers and like, Call of Duty, Fortnite. Fortnite is returning back to their OG map on Friday. Are we are we dropping? Dropping Friday? No. Using a hack controller on Fortnite. Um, you also like they have Zens to where you could like shoot perfect shots in 2K, all that different type of stuff. Like these controllers. Well, really? Yeah, so the way that Whoa. 2K the way that 2K works is like you have a jumper in the game. Yeah. And obviously they they don't want it like if you have a ninety nine you just won't make every shot you'll you'll be pretty close because obviously you gotta like put in like contested percentage and all that stuff but like if you time you have to time your shot from like when your wrist flicks basically or when you're at the highest point of your shot and then like it will shoot and it will go in but the controllers will time it for you so you can get a perfect timing every time. I had, dang, I I really thought this was like only an issue in shooters, but that's oh, no. that's pretty well. No, you never like so. Two K is worse than matter when it comes to pay to win because like they'll like you have to pay to upgrade your character, and if your character isn't at like the the place of other people's players, then you're not going to be able to compete in the park or anything. You could grind for your coins, which it is possible, but 
I mean, you want so to make sure hours. you, you want to make sure like if your boys wants to get on, you're going to be like, all right, man, I'm just trying to get on. So I'm going to just pay for my VC and go play. <laughs> like, seriously. Dang. Um, yeah, th- I, I, I hope it does some good. I think it will. I, I, I don't know what those companies are going to do um, because if you're like a small or independent controller maker or something like that, you're definitely not getting approved. Um, and so I, I think it's going to put some people out of business. I think it does probably work to protect Microsoft's money, but I, if it does prevent cheating, if it's successful, it does improve the life for uh, the gamer, the player, um, right. which is what they're going to take care of first, not other businesses. That's true. So. Let me know what you guys think about um, Xbox cracking down on the controller situation. <clears throat> and now, and getting into the next topic, we haven't had one in a while. We're bringing it back for episode number 59. We have a Peter reacts sitting with this. Like, uh, you got to, you got to, you got to change. You got to change the. Oh the, yeah. The oh yeah. You're right. I do got to change it. Peter Ooh. reacts. He reacts. So, Pete, there has been an image leaking a lot. Sorry, let me try that again. (sighs) Unique New York. Unique New York. Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry, I have like a a frog in my throat. Um, So, there has been an image floating around of the newest version of the PS5 Slim. So, if you see here, we have the original PS5 on the left. We have the PS5 on the right. Um, I wanted to get your first thoughts on the differences between the two. Like, how are you feeling? Like, how do you feel about the PS5 Slim? Because it's obviously very slimmer than the original one, hence the name. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on how you're feeling about the new PlayStation. I think it's ugly. Okay. Can I get a reason why? Peter reacts. I I think they look like little, like, box fans or, like, little air purifiers. I think they look like air purifiers. Honestly, I think it looks pretty cool, though. Do you? So I like that it's <laughs> I like that it is slimmer, though. Like, if honestly, like, I think the slimness of it. What do, makes what do it you have? Cool. What? Do, which one do you have? I have the one that is that would be on the left. You have that. You have the one on the left currently. Yes. Okay. Uh, are the is it the same machine on the inside? Or is it just a small box? The thing is with the PS5 Slim is it has an attachable and detachable like disk drive disk. Uh, The thing is I also want you to react to is that it is coming out and PlayStation has said that you are going to need an internet connection if you do want to use the disk drive. What? Is that like anti-consumer to you? You have to be connected to the internet to use the manual disk drive? Yeah, so, like, you have to, in order to, like, get it started and get past, like, the updates and stuff like that, you have to have the internet connection to, like, use it. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty anti-consumer. That's exactly, Mm. why do I need the disk drive, then? (laughs) I don't know. What's the point of the, the whole point of the disk drive is so I can play the thing without having the internet. Listen, listen, okay, I think we're getting off track here because I think that the PS5 is doing something great because it's giving you the option if you want to have the disk drive to the PS5, you could pay the extra bit of it or you could just get the non-disk drive and then you could just put be all digital and then you could just save money on a PlayStation and be able to get a PlayStation easier. Boom. That's what I'm talking how, about, man. How much is, is it? How much is it? That's a good price. That's a good price. Keep on talking about why you hate it and I'll look it up. I just told you. Why why do I why? The whole point of the disk drive is so I don't have to be connected to the internet. The whole right. point of having a, a a hard copy of the disk is so I don't have to connect mm-hmm. anywhere. Now, here's another question. If it's the same hardware on the inside, the only difference is the disk drive and you're going to find out what the price difference oh, is. Oh, by the way, the stand comes separate by the way. You gotta buy the stand. Of course. Separate. Why would it be included? <laughs> yeah, there's no double A's in there either. I, I know. I've seen the know. commercials. No batteries who, included. We get it. Who the hell uses double A's, bro? This isn't an X. Every toy bro. from like set. I, I don't know. When were batteries invented? <laughs> so to be, to add the disc drive on separately, you'll have to pay eighty dollars to add the disc drive to it. Which I still need an internet connection to use. Yes. Just like the the PlayStation Portable thing mm-hmm. coming out. It's about 30% lighter, if that does anything for you. Do they make 
a big version? Do they make it bigger in advance, you're, knowing you're that they're going to make a slim version later? So, to so like, here's here's the thing. It is um, it's actually I wanted to let you know it is uh fifty dollar less than the uh the PC with the drive or the uh the PS5 with the drive. It is fifty bucks cheaper. So it's okay. So it's fifty dollars cheaper than the PlayStation Five as it stands right now. Yeah. Everything on the inside is still the same. I mean, they knew they were making this five years ago. <laughs> they make it bigger, and they go, "Okay, in five years, we'll just have the slim version." So they make right. it bigger, and because they know they're not changing the hardware, and then they can make a small what it actually could look like from the start, and sell it as a slim. Now, I owned a PS4 slim. Nice. I got it very cheap. I owned it for like maybe a year. The slim version is very nice to have. Yeah, when it's super small like that, yeah, it's great. It sounds 100%. like an, a jet plane engine, but at the same time, like I have the Xbox Series S, and I love that it's a little bit smaller. It fits on my nightstand a lot easier. It looks nice. It looks compact. Yeah, I just need to play good. the games. I just need to play the yeah, games. Yeah, I don't. Just, you probably should get some reviews out or something soon. No, we're waiting. We know. We know the reviews aren't coming. <laughs> we know the chat does. Uh yeah. I don't know, man. I it's it's just that's a money thing. I the disc drive to the internet is the most outrageous thing. Outside of Kong being $40, that's the second most outrageous thing I've heard today. That's so that's so silly. You've heard it here, guys. And someone's going to do it. They're like, wow, what a great deal. You're like, what? Peter reacts. Or he reacts. Thanks for bringing oh. back Peter reacts, man. I wanted to get your real insight about how you thought. I thought you were going to be a little bit more positive, but I should have thought that that wasn't going to be the case. <laughs> All right, guys, before we kick it off into the last uh, segment of the show, uh, Peter is going to go ahead and talk about his uh, review on a game that he's been playing. Um, I do want to highlight again, if you guys do want to help support, um, this is kind of your last chance of doing so. So make sure you guys hit the subscribe button, like, comment. Literally, if you haven't liked, do it now. I'll give you guys five seconds. Thank you for liking. I appreciate it, man. Share with a friend because word of mouth is one of the best ways you could get the show out to people. Recommend us for your guys' weird and uh, gaming news across the world. We definitely love talking about it. And we go live 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Uh, Pete, I won't go ahead and kick it off to you to go ahead and get ready to uh, close off the show. But tell us about a game that you've been playing and uh, what it's about, man. Yeah, so a game that I just finished last week, um, it's called Gris or Grease. Uh, it's gray in Spanish. Uh, and this is a, I would call it a platformer. Uh, there's no damage. There's no, um, there's no deaths. Um, there's no, uh, there, there are some collectibles, but really you're just getting from, you're just exploring the world. Uh, and essentially you play this, this girl and you lose your voice and the whole color around you loses uh, its color. So I, th- I believe that's why it's called gray. So you're spending the entire game trying to get uh, color back into the world. Um, and there are like these elements of evil that kind of lurk around and make themselves known to you. But again, there's no damage. There's no deaths. You're platforming and you're doing some, I'd call it minor puzzle solving. Not as hard as a cocoon, uh, much easier than that. But the first thing I noticed about this game, um, first and foremost, is the art uh, and the art style. Uh, it's one of the most, if not the most beautiful game, like beautiful games I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, it's incredible. The art style, it, there's so much that's hand-drawn. Um, there's like watercolor elements to it. Uh, and as you bring color into the world, it like it will like in real time fill in areas as you explore, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, as far as, like I said, there's no enemies or anything like that, but you're doing, you, you do gain abilities over time. So you get, uh, you can like, you get, you, you become able to swim. Um, you can turn into a block version of yourself. So, um, if you know, if there's like a heavy wind or something, you can make yourself big into this big square block. Uh, you won't get blown away. And it also allows you to crush rocks and other obstacles. Uh, you also collect these little stars that are just kind of hidden throughout. This is what you have to collect when you're solving these puzzles. Uh, and these stars, when you go to uh, to certain areas, if you have all the right stars, it'll build out a little constellation for you that creates bridges and whatnot. Um, so you can get to the next area and things like that. The game took about 
I don't know, five hours because I was streaming and talking to chat too. But the game took about five hours uh, to beat. So if you're, it's on Game Pass right now. So if you're looking for like a little puzzle builder, uh, or not a puzzle builder, excuse me, a little puzzle game um, that you can beat uh, in a day or two, th- this is a, this is a great title for it. There's no dialogue from anybody. Um, the music is incredible too. So all the music uh, is original and. Also, as you carry out some actions, the music will combine with what you're doing. So there's certain bridges that you walk across. And every time you bounce to you know, a platform or take a step on the bridge, uh, it'll play a musical note. So uh, it'll do stuff like that. Also, there's some parts of the levels where as you're running, certain lights will illuminate uh, and then darken as you go past them. So it's just like the time and effort that they put into this game, just in terms of, of art style and illustration, uh, it's incredible. Uh, I mean, you guys can look at this yourself. This is like, this is from 2018. So I would not have guessed this game was made five, almost six years ago at this point. But with a game like this and with the style it is, uh, really could, it could have been released whenever because this isn't a game where you're going to go, oh, the graphics look look bad later. Like it, it doesn't age, uh, which makes it a really good game, uh, in my opinion. Have you Have you played this at all? No, I haven't played it, but I'm pretty sure it is on Game Pass. So I, I don't think you highlighted that. It is on Game Pass. And I, I right off the rip, just kind of watching, like, giving you my first impressions of what I'm seeing. The art style is great. Um, I do love, like, in this little clip right here, we saw the birds flying around in the background. And it saw, like, it was, like, keeping pace with what you were moving. And I thought that was very cool to throw in there. Every level has, like, a different color to it, which kind of gives off a different feeling for yes. when you're progressing through the game. And I really liked, like, we had the sea level, which it was mainly just a bunch of shades of blues. And that level you showed, it was, like, reds, maroons. And it uses its color palette very well. Um, I don't think, honestly, just, like, watching this clip right here, uh, the camera angle kind of bugs me. I don't like how far we are away from okay. the character. So, but it, so it uses that to show like a lot of like the actual level, the map. And I'm okay with that for that aspect of it. Yes. You cannot, con- that's a great point. You cannot control the camera. And as you enter and exit certain areas, the camera will zoom in or uh, zoom out depending on what it, what they need you to see. So if it's like a big puzzle with lots of moving parts, it'll zoom way out. So you can see everything. Uh, if you're going through a tunnel where you don't have to solve anything, uh, it'll zoom way in and give you like a very up close uh, image of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that that is a part of it that um, that could be bothersome if you don't like games where you can't control the camera. Uh, so it does do, do all the zooming automatically depending on what you're doing in the game. So that's actually a, a really good point. Right. Also, it's sometimes you can feel um, like there's no direction, there's no map. So I did find myself looping a couple different times, uh, just going back to the same spots over and over, thinking I was actually going to the correct spot, but I, I just wasn't. Um, right. So that can be a little frustrating. Also, there's no you know objective over here. There's no like, there's no, there's nothing. It's just the best way I could describe it is like you kind of ex- you kind of experience it more than play it mm. uh, because it's just so like if you get on a big screen and you shut all the lights off you have a cocktail and you play through the cozy like, game you're gonna yeah, be this is, this is you're like game. sucked in you're like sucked into this thing it's a cozy yeah. it's a cozy game i will highlight that this does look like a very like honestly it is on the game pass i wouldn't mind playing it on the switch uh, i think it'd be a really good switch game put it up like on the switch lay on the couch type vibes lay yeah. in bed i think it'd be a perfect game for that uh, looks very chill. The fact that it doesn't have enemies really surprises me. Uh, there there have been games in the past that do really, like, have successful games without having enemies and, like, platforming in it. Like, honestly, like, if you want to count Cocoon, I don't think Cocoon basically, it had enemies, but more of the fact, like, they had bosses, which you could take that for what it is if you want to claim that's an enemy. But, like, throughout the game, it's just basically just, like... There's no mobs or anything. No, it's puzzle solving. The whole aspect of it is enjoying the actual world and using your brain to solve how do I get to the next part in the game. Uh, The 2D aspect of it looked very cool. I'm just still at loss with, like, the colors. Like, I think the colors look very good. The art style, you said it is hand-drawn. And you could tell they took a lot of time into making each individual scene... Uh, for the cutscenes, for the level design, um, everything looks—it looks great. Um, Dude, like, it's it's this it's eel really is, nice. This eel is awesome. Like this whole scene in general. Like I guess like 
I just really appreciate like seeing this type of art style because it's it's very unique in its own way. Um, and it does a very good job of being that very good cozy uh, platformer type game. Um, did you would you say it was, it was a very hard game? Like, is this something that someone could pick up without like not being very good at video games like at all? Do you think like if your girlfriend at the time maybe not hadn't played a video game before, she could pick it up and play it? Or do you have to have some sort of like? I think it'd be easier if you had a little platforming experience because there are okay. some like there are some parts where like there's a part in one of the last sections, the yellow section where there's this, there's this thin line through the entire level. And every time you jump through that line, the map turns upside down. Mm. And every time you jump through it the other way, it flips back upside down, but you're not right side up when it turns upside down. So the controls are opposite. Yeah. So you have to go in reverse. Uh, so there's like things like that where I think it could be annoying if you if it's if you're like easily frustrated because you have to complete now the puzzles upside down and in reverse, mm-hmm. um, which is a little. If you have a little platforming experience, it would, it would be helpful. But uh, I think if you, if you were really struggling, you could just you could grind it out. Mm-hmm. It would just be frustrating. It looks very minimalist too. It doesn't look like it's trying to be like, oh, this is a story with like a million different characters and a bunch of million voice lines. And like, you have to understand a million characters. You're focused on your main character and her basically just trying to get through the level. And you're just kind of picking and choosing how you feel about the level and what she does uh, and the purpose of the actual game. So what would you rank on a scale from one to 10? Wow. Um, I would say give it the gaming gone weird ranking right now for what, for what it is. And not a game that I typically play. I think for what it does and what it is, I'd probably give it. Uh, I'd probably give it a nine. Okay. Out of ten, and and I think a lot of that is just because it was complete. I had no bugs. Um, the illustrations were amazing, like amazing, and then they animated it and made it playable, which is like, is just just so cool. Uh, I think if you're not easily kept engaged with puzzle games you'll probably quit pretty quick Mm -hmm. so you have to like appreciate it for what it is and then go okay like i'm gonna finish this but like i said it's what you see is what you get it's exactly what it is it's a puzzle game there's no deaths there's no punishments you can't make mistakes they don't let you um they don't let you fail so it's just like a very beautiful experience a lot of different puzzles and stuff too that I was seeing too. Like everything had its own little thing that it was doing. You probably won't see the same puzzle twice, and if you do, it's like not that noticeable. Yeah, each each section or each color that you unlock, you unlock an ability with that color, and then the whole level with that color is using primarily that ability. And nice. then as you unlock each color and each ability, then it starts combining. So, uh, in one color, you unlock a double jump. And then one color, you unlock swimming. So now you have to come. Then the next level, for example, you have to combine all the double jumping and swimming together. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. Dude, great review, man. Hey, give him a round of applause for Pete, man. He killed that review. It's a cool game. It's a cool game. No, seriously. I think I'm going to pick it up, especially if it is on Game Pass. I think it would be kind of cool. But I I do think it would be better for the Switch just so you can kind of take it on the go. But we do like our Game Pass games around here. It's for sure. I, I think Switch would be better to chill in bed and play it because you can play an hour a night and then beat it in a week. Well, thank you for the Gris review, man, and thank you for uh, taking that over. Thank you guys all for kicking it for another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This has been another, This has been episode number 59. Next week, we'll be covering episode number 60. Starts with a new chapter, it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you get, like... You know what I'm saying? You get, like, chapter 5, which is, like whatever i'm done we're over the hump man. it's, it's yeah, over 50 you know i'm saying like after yeah. 59 it feels like like oh yeah that feels like a big accomplishment so now we're at 60 and it's like it's it's huge it's it's a That's big a deal for us it's, it's a lot huge. of work man. it's a lot of work uh pete go ahead and kick us off tell the people what you're working on and uh what you have in store for the uh this week of gaming Yes, you can find me on uh, on YouTube at Ghost Stories Gaming, and then uh, or not Ghost Stories on uh, all socials. So feel free to give it a goog. Uh, currently working on a Let's Play for Resident Evil Five, first time playing through. Um, also Baldur's Gate, still working through that, and uh, Sea of Stars. But Resident Evil Five will probably be the first of the of the three that I finish as far as nice. the Let's Play short form content on TikTok, and uh, you can find me on Twitter. Nice man. 
uh guys this has been uh gaming gone weird my name is nick tana if you guys don't know who i am or what i do i'm an actually i'm, I'm a game critic i critique video games i play through video games review them and give you guys my honest feedback i do that on my youtube channel so if you guys want to see me review a game i just got done reviewing sea of stars that's on the youtube channel so check out you love nick tana on youtube hit the sub we just hit 500 subs huge little milestone for us that's about halfway to a g man so hey impressive impressive i'm working on the spider-man 2 review i'll give you guys the game and gone weird spider-man review next week so make sure you guys come next week i'll go ahead and kick us yes. off uh with how good spider-man was for moi uh so game of the year the, potential uh, we'll say tune, tune in next week right. next week yeah tune in next week uh other than that man you guys should check me out on twitter i put up a poll on what game i should play next uh we do have a poll so if you guys want to vote on that check me out at you love natana make sure you guys hit me with a follow uh to catch all my gaming new shenanigans and picture of my beagle because i love to post pictures of my beagle uh other than that man thank you guys for being weird be safe tell us when you love them and we'll catch you guys next week for more weird gaming later gators thank you guys i love you if you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.